and welcome to another edition of the Catholic Gateway Podcast Weekly News Update. After taking a week off last week for Easter Monday, I am your host, Gabe Jones. Let's take a look at what is happening around the Archdiocese of St. Louis for this week, April 9th, 2018. First of all, we should mention uh, a special episode of the Catholic Gateway Podcast, a new episode of the Catholic Gateway Podcast, not just the weekly news updates, but an actual in-depth season episode, if you will. We have a season coming out, and that first episode is coming out in just a couple days. So check our feed if you are subscribed, which you should be on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or pretty much any other podcast app. You'll see that pop up in your feed, or you can uh, check social media, and we'll post it there. So stay tuned for the first episode of this coming season. Let's jump right into some other news and notes on Monday, April 9th, the Vatican released Pope Francis's apostolic exhortation, Gaudete et Exultate, or in English, Rejoice and Be Glad, subtitled, On the Call to Holiness in the Contemporary World. The exhortation is a call for each Christian to, quote, acknowledge and be open to what God wants them to be, unquote. In the introduction to the exhortation, the Pope emphasizes that the goal of his exhortation is to, quote, repropose the call to holiness in a practical way for our own time, with all its risks, challenges, and opportunities, unquote. An apostolic exhortation is considered the second highest form of papal teaching after an encyclical letter. Since his election, Pope Francis has issued two other exhortations, Evangelii Gaudium, or the Joy of the Gospel, in 2013, and Amoris Laetitia, the Joy of Love, in 2016. Last week, the Missouri Catholic bishops, including Archbishop Carlson, issued a joint statement on the issue of gun violence in American society. Noting the disturbing frequency of violent events involving firearms, the bishops called for, quote, serious reflection on why people are carrying out senseless acts of violence, unquote. In particular, the bishops pointed to the images of violence in media and how this may affect young people. The bishops expressed their opposition to bills pending in the Missouri General Assembly, that would force churches to post signs about guns in their sacred places if they wished to remain gun-free. The bishops said, quote, This is highly offensive to us and would violate our First Amendment rights to religious liberty, unquote. You can find and read the entire statement online at mocatholic.org. A rescheduling update to pass along. Bishop George Murray of Youngstown, Ohio, and chairman of the USCCB Ad Hoc Committee Against Racism, was scheduled to deliver a special presentation on Thursday, March 22nd, entitled, The Church as a Consistent Voice to Eradicate Racism. That talk had to be rescheduled due to Bishop Murray being under the weather. The rescheduled date is now Wednesday, April 25th. Wednesday, April 25th, beginning at 7 p.m., at St. Francis Xavier College Church. Admission is free and parking is available at the Laclede Parking Garage on the campus of St. Louis University. And another event coming up. As a follow-up to the Pilgrimage of Trust last year, an Evening of Trust will take place at St. Louis University College Church, St. Francis Xavier, in the St. Francis Xavier Ballroom on May 3rd from 7 to 9 p.m., The evening is intended for prayer and discussion as we continue to work together to heal our divisions. Special guests include Archbishop Robert Carlson and Brother Emil of the Taze community. If you are interested in attending, please visit pilgrimageoftruststl.com. U.S. Speaker of the House Paul Ryan visited Fort Worth, Texas, Monday, April 3rd, for a first-hand look at the work Catholic Charities 
is doing to help individuals and families overcome obstacles that contribute to generational poverty. Ryan commended Catholic Charities and other private nonprofit organizations for doing heroic work and addressing poverty at a human, personal level. The speaker suggested the federal government could better contribute to long-term solutions by shifting money from federal welfare programs to local government and charities. There are more than 160 Catholic Charities organizations across the U.S., including Catholic Charities of St. Louis, which serves the 11 counties of the Archdiocese of St. Louis. Catholic Charities St. Louis is a federation of eight agencies, Cardinal Ritter Senior Services, Catholic Family Services, Good Shepherd Children and Family Services, Mary Grove, Queen of Peace Center, St. Martha's Hall, St. Francis Community Services, and St. Patrick Center. While each agency's mission is unique, all serve the poor and vulnerable. In 2016, Catholic Charities launched Pathways to Progress as a pilot initiative in partnership with St. Francis Community Services, the Society of St. Vincent de Paul, and five other core community partners. Episode 9 of the Catholic Gateway podcast took an in-depth look at Pathways to Progress. You can go back to that episode in our feed, or you can go to archstl.org slash podcast and find all our episodes there. It's episode 9 to learn more about Pathways to Progress. In a release following Speaker Ryan's visit to Fort Worth, Teresa Ruzica, president of Catholic Charities of St. Louis, said, quote, Catholic Charities Fort Worth is leading the way in using a personalized case management model to help individuals and families achieve self-sufficiency. It's a model we're emulating with Pathways to Progress. Catholic Charities of St. Louis also announced on March 27th that the organization has once again achieved national accreditation through the New York-based Council on Accreditation. This is the seventh accreditation for Catholic Charities of St. Louis, this achievement renews Catholic Charities accreditation through December of 2021. One. 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 Unos. Two. 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 Duos. Three. 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 Tres. One, two, three, four, five. Four. 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 Cuatro. Five. 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 Quinque. Quintessentials. 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 Five things you need to know. Five things you need to know. Five things you need to know. I'll give you five things you need to know. These are the five quintessential stories from the St. Louis Review, handpicked by the staff for you to share and discuss this week. You can find these stories at stlouisreview.com slash five things or in the paper dated April 9th, 2018. One. 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 No longer down and out. At Father Dempsey's Charities, we're here to help, Executive Director Sam Irons says. The staff of this transitional housing ministry shows men there's a better way to live. Joe Kenny has this story, and I talk with Joe about it on the second half of this episode. Two. 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 Jesuit Archives. Dave Luking explains how the new Jesuit Archives and Research Center has a large space to hold history and how the center provides an apostolic resource. Three. 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 Wine. The WINE, Women in New Evangelization Ministry, is a catalyst for engaging women in the new evangelization and features three book clubs in St. Louis. Jennifer Brinker has this story. Four. 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 Mev Puleo Scholarship. Susie Kickham recently volunteered in a children's program in a village in Nicaragua. Kickham, a St. Louis University student, said she appreciated the beauty and challenges she found in the Central American country thanks to a program in memory of a 1985 graduate of SLU, Mev Puleo. 
The fund helps SLU students accompany Nicaraguans while linking culture, family life, and social justice. Learn more in the article by Joe Kenny. Five. 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 Positive energy. Michael Barra helps lead the St. Mary's Dragons volleyball squad with positive energy, and his enthusiasm rubs off on his St. Mary's teammates. Joe Kenny also has this story. There's a look at what is happening around the Archdiocese of St. Louis. Remember, for these stories, events, and more, visit stlouisreview.com and archstl.org and follow the Archdiocese of St. Louis and the St. Louis Review on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Thank you for listening to the Catholic Gateway Podcast news update for this week, April 9th, 2018. We'll get to my interview with Joe Kenny on Father Dempsey's Charities in just a second, but first... We're going to continue our series. This is a year-long series, reviewing the precepts of the church and what those mean, what they are. This time, now that we are done with Lent, we, we, hear, we heard from Michael Horn with the Office of Laity and Family Life about Lent and fasting and uh, the obligation to fast and abstain on the days appointed. Now that we're getting into the post-Easter season, the annual Catholic Appeal is coming up, and Dave Baranowski with the Office of Stewardship will be here to share with us some ideas for stewardship over the next several weeks. So here's Dave. For many people, when they hear the word stewardship, they think of money. The foundation of stewardship is actually prayer. However, money is also important. The Bible is actually a great source for financial management. And one of the best scripture quotes is from Matthew chapter 6, verse 25. No one can serve two masters. He will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon, and mammon meaning wealth. So for many people, there's a struggle between God and money. Well, God calls us to be generous with all of our gifts, and especially that one gift that means the most to us. So maybe that's your time, maybe that's your talent, or your treasure. Treasure, the one thing that many of us struggle with, You see, when we put money second, it helps us keep God first in everything that we do. On this segment of the Catholic Gateway Podcast, we're going to talk about maybe one of the more unknown charities, unknown uh, services that the Archdiocese provides, and that is Father Dempsey's Charities, which has provided transitional housing and a safe place to uh, for men to get a fresh start since 1906. And uh, the intrepid St. Louis Review reporter Joe Kenny recently went out there and wrote a story, story on Father Jemsey's. So, Joe, thanks for coming in today. Yes, well, uh, the headline that I gave it was No Longer Down and Out. And that's uh, what really struck me was the two gentlemen that I spoke to had been pretty much, uh, you know, on their last, last straw. Uh, one had had some health issues and that was really driving him down and the other gentleman had gotten out of prison and uh, had some uh, dependency issues alcohol dependency and it was trying to get off of that and had been fairly successful with some of that but he just didn't have a place to live so but you know father Dempsey's is also unique because in some of the conversations I've had with Sam Irons the director there uh, they have gentlemen like that who, who are needing help and, and just trying to get back on their feet and he said there's one resident they have there who, like, just completed a degree from Wash U in, like, engineering or something, you know, So and he just needs this this place to stay because he has other issues going on or whatever. But So you have a whole spectrum of people in this one residence. I think it's an interesting 
Yeah, I think really most, interesting place. most of them work in some mm-hmm. capacity, one or another. And those that don't work do uh, some kind of service around around the building, some kind of work that they do in the building. There's one guy here you mentioned who was painting murals around the building, right? Right, yeah. Uh, one of the things Sam wants to do is brighten it up, brighten the place up. So he's got uh, a resident who has a talent for art, and he's not able to work at, the, at this time. So he's helping out by painting murals and, and uh, kind of sprucing the place up. Now, Father Dempsey's, though, doesn't – it's not like – these guys just get a room and, and you know, that's that's it. There's also services that are provided. I mean, they, they provide a meals. Um, and the rooms themselves, you want to talk about that a little bit? I mean, there's there's kind of a different um, uh, levels, of, uh, different types of rooms in the building. Um, you know, some some might have their own bathroom. Um, some, are, some, some rooms are a little bigger, some are not. Uh, so yeah, the only one I went to was just the was was a regular room, but it was very uh, very nice. It had a uh, not just a bedroom area, but also had a little sitting area mm-hmm. that they had, and it looked very comfortable. And the guys get their own keys to these rooms. I mean, right. it's their room, right? That's this a big thing. It's not like a shelter. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's theirs. They so they don't. Uh, yeah, it's not emergency shelter where they show up and need a place to stay one night. And they it pay is a transitional rent. housing. They pay some kind of rent. If yeah. they don't, if it's not um, from a job, it's from working there. So yeah. they, they have a way of reimbursing. And they're, uh, it's really cool how it's sort of created almost a, an ecosystem of service, if you will, because I know like Chaminade High School, they come down and they do service there. They provide meals on Saturday mornings for the gentlemen. Uh, did you witness any of, any of that? Or? No, I didn't, but he, I, he told me that not only that, but they have a guy who comes in and teaches um, computer skills, and they have a social worker that comes in. Both of those are connected with St. Louis University, which is right around the corner from there. Yeah. Um, but there's other opportunities for people if they want to help out, um, especially with food. That's a big thing that they need help with. Yeah, and, of course, any other sort of assistance, volunteering and Contributions, I'm sure, always, right. always go yeah. a long way here. Because they provide men, you know, that's the other thing I've talked to Sam before. He said they provide men with, you know, toothpaste if they need toothpaste. You know, they, whatever, you know, they, if they need socks, they'll get them socks. If they need a bus pass to get to work, they'll they'll help work with them on that. You know, so it really is sort of a, uh, it's not just a shelter where they can just get a roof over their head for a night. It is transitional housing to help them get back on their feet, provide them the things they need to get going. Um and, and right, because I think they come in with either nothing or next to nothing. Yeah. So. Um, and the other really cool thing about this, I think, is that um, they, they don't have sort of a set, okay, you have to be out in six months or whatever. They, they really work with guys on an individual basis to help them along their process to get, to get back on their feet. And if that takes one month, great. If it takes six months. Um, and obviously they, they have some guidelines for that. They don't want guys staying there for a, a decade or anything, but... Um, right. That's that seems to set them apart a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And it uh, they follow up on them and make sure that they're staying out of trouble and that kind of thing. So that's really good. Now, before we close, we should you know mention who was Father Dempsey. How did this? How did Father Dempsey's charities get its name? Uh, Father Dempsey's was a priest of the archdiocese who saw a need for uh, men who were traveling in and out of St. Louis uh, doing work, uh, temporary work, and they needed a place to stay. So he found, founded a uh, working man's hotel, is what he called it, and he also started a meals program that kind of evolved to assist these men as well as other men who uh, needed some kind of help. And then uh, later on, 
there were two other priests, um, Monsignor Jimmy Johnston and Monsignor Charles Martin, who took control of it and also really reached out to people in need. And so that's how it kind of was going. So its ministry has sort of evolved over the years to where it is today. And Father Dempsey's is a real character, from what I understand. He, uh, a lot of uh, Irish immigrants in early early years of St. Louis, he he stood up for them when they needed somebody to back them up, and um, you know he really was a kind of a fighter for them and, and yeah. did a lot. A lot of great history there. Yes. Well, if anybody wants to check out this story from Joe, it is in the St. Louis Review, dated April 9th through fifteenth, two thousand and eighteen. And uh, Joe's headline on the inside of the story, it's a, it's a living our faith section, no longer down and out, or uh, you can also uh, see it here under the headline, a better phase of life. So um, check that out in, in this week's St. Louis Review and uh, lots more information there about Father Dempsey's charities. All, all because of Joe Kenny's great reporting. Oh, good. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you, Joe, for the work you do. Okay. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Catholic Gateway Podcast. We always welcome story tips and ideas for the podcast. Just send them to communications at archstl.org. That's communications at archstl.org. Make sure to connect with us on social media to stay up to date with what's going on here in the Archdiocese of St. Louis. You can find us on Facebook. Just search for Archdiocese of St. Louis. We're on Twitter at ArchSTL is our handle there, at ArchSTL. And we're on Instagram, at CatholicSTL. And you should follow the St. Louis Review there on Facebook, also Twitter and Instagram under the handle, at St. Louis Review. That's ST Lewis Review. The Catholic Gateway Podcast is a production of the Archdiocese of St. Louis. I'm your host, Gabe Jones. We hope you'll join us again next time here in the Gateway to the West the Rome of the West, Catholic St. Louis. Mm-hmm.